Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Program. Today is day 284, meaning we're reading Ezekiel chapter 9 and 10, and then Luke chapter 7, and we're in the middle section, verses 11 through 35. First, let's go to Ezekiel. Now the glory of God moved from the Holy of Holies and began to depart from the temple. Without the glory of God, the temple was just another building. And without the presence of God, we're just like any other people. God's judgment begins with his people, for greater privileges bring greater responsibilities. Either we judge our sins or God will judge them for us. Even in his wrath, though, God is merciful and saves a believing remnant, those who sigh and cry over the sins of God's people. Are we among the sires and the criers? Are we broken over our sin? Or like Ezekiel, are you interceding and asking for mercy during this time? As we go into Ezekiel 10, if all you do is look at the sins of the land, you'll end up being discouraged. We're to do as the prophet did. We're to lift our eyes higher and get a new vision of the throne of God. We then read about the coals from the altar brought cleansing to Isaiah, but they brought judgment to Jerusalem. The altar is the place where sin is atoned for because sin is judged. Had the nation sought God's mercy and obeyed his word, the coals would have brought cleansing. Yet even in the midst of terrible judgment, God's wheels were still turning and his purposes becoming a great work in the world. God will not share his glory with idols. Therefore, he had to abandon his house. His glory moved to the door of the east gate, poised to move in again. If the nation would not glorify God in their obedience, they would glorify him in his judgment. Folks, God's glory takes centre stage in the church. Not ours, not a ministry's. Not the church itself, but the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ takes centre stage. And I often think we get this wrong within a church circumstance. We can glorify ourselves. We can even big up ourselves as to what we have done and what we have achieved. But the reality is, it is all for the sake of God's glory. We need to remember to put glory centre stage in the church. Let's head into Luke chapter 7. And we're in this middle section, verses 11 through 35, where... Nobody really expected that Jesus would arrive and break up a funeral. And it reminds us that we should never despair because our Lord may surprise us at the very last minute and do the impossible thing. And when the Lord is not doing what you expect him to do, tell him about it and listen to his word. You may feel that your ministry has failed or it's struggling, but you're not the judge. Let Jesus have the final word. Do you know, folks, in services, I often say right at the end of a service, let's give the final word to the scripture, to the word of God, to Jesus himself. And that is because they are the authority in our lives. Jesus, the word, the glory of our heavenly father is the glory of our lives and therefore should get the final words. So if you need the impossible to happen, if the possible is already happening, just remember this one thing, that the Lord Jesus Christ always gets the final word over every situation. When we do that, trust me, it will bring great peace in your life. Let's pray. Father, we pray that we would give the final word to Jesus in all aspects of our life. Father, we pray that in doing so, you would take center stage, that the glory of the eternal God would be center in our lives. Father, we pray that we wouldn't make decisions based on what we think and what we want, but we would base our decisions on what the Lord Jesus Christ calls us to do. Father, let us give the final word to him. So we pray this in your precious name. Amen.